0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bujo Breaky Buddies podcast. We are your hosts, Wensin and Natasha. Join us on our BBB journey as we explore topics like careers, relationships, finances, lifestyle and everything else in between. We do all of this while finding creative solutions on this bumpy journey called adulthood. So sit back, relax and let's explore life when Bujo Breaky Buddies session at a time. Hello, everyone. This is one half of the BBB Wednesday. Speaking here, I am still missing my partner in crime, Natasha, and I do miss her very, very much. This will be my first episode recording solo. Today's topic is going to be addressing on decision making, drawing experience and learnings and perspectives from. My recent years decision making. Um, so let's dive a little deeper. Let's go. A little context and background before we talk on the perspectives. I have finally completed my 20s and I've just turned 30. So over the past 10 years, there has been or there had been a lot of big decisions being made decisions that I needed to make for the first time of my life on big life areas such as career, relationship, the home living situation as you have probably heard from the last episode about me and my friend moving out and a lot of financial decisions as well now that it is it was the decade that I started working, earning and spending with my own money as well. So growing up For over the past 10 years, there are simply too much, too many, so much, so many to decide on. And what's daunting is also being an adult, we will be responsible for the actions, the consequences. So it did felt very challenging. It felt daunting making certain decisions that will have impact for the foreseeable years. And coupled with a lot of uncertainty as well, the part that you make decision probably have a certain projection of scenario that you wish to have. But however, as part of growing up, a lot of things has now become more uncertain. So of which it did make decision-making felt scarier, especially if you don't have the luxury to have certain certainty. Why man is probably from a financial point of view or support system point of view. Basically, we are all on our own in this case. So one thing that I wanted to make this episode is also I've been pondering if I am being taught or equipped with good decision-making skills and the answer is not really. And this is not to be blamed on my first 20 years for not being taught to make good decisions. But it is just really about growing up that you, being an adult is where you're being empowered to make your own decisions. So and we needed to go through all of this as well to make sure that or to learn how to make better decisions. And it is really part of life that we, no one makes perfect decisions. No one makes good decisions all the time. You make a decision at that point in time, you move on. And whatever comes about, it's the trial and tribulations that you would have to go through. And you would adjust yourself to make it a, the, be- the best outcome that you would have. So so yeah, that's, that's mainly the reflection of like making decisions and of course there are also a lot of perspectives that I form which I will be discussing next. One of the other question that I ponder a lot it's about is there a right or wrong decision? So recently I have been introspecting, reflecting a lot and also crossing the line over to ruminating and not to say regretting but ruminate a lot about past decisions that I made, I started tracing back to like, okay, what would I have done differently? The scenario would have been perfect like this if I didn't make that decision or if I make different decision. So it dawned on me that, hey, did I make a wrong decision? And truth to be told, after some thinking, some mauling, there, there isn't a right-wrong decision. Because the decision I make, or the decision that you make, at that point in time, is the best you have come up with. At that point in time, with all the information that you have, with all the feelings that you have in you, that is the best decision that you have made. I think the point that I would label it as quote-unquote wrong decision is when the outcome is not as desired. It's when the outcome is not as good, I would say that, oh my god, I made the wrong decision. So that's actually not a right way for me to think so I've kind of adjusted my mindset that there isn't really a right or wrong decision, even if the outcome is not right. From that so-called not so good or wrong decision, I learn something. I'm able to seek to know what I can learn more and move forward. There is something good that you can make the most out of it. So at most times. I don't usually or necessarily regret the decisions. Sometimes, yes, I do find myself preferring a different outcome. But in a way, when you look back, usually you'll be glad that, okay, I made that decision and that turned me into who I am today. And from there, you learn to make better decisions moving forward. And that's about life, right? You learn to make better, you get better as you go. And yeah, so you'll be learning to make better decisions as you grow older, as you gain more wisdom and become wiser, wiser. All right, uh, where am I with my notes? Um, so in terms of like decision-making, I've learned something pretty good based on my past two years of experience, especially making my career decisions. I have made three jumps over the past three years. This is topic for another day, not something that I am super proud of, but it is what it is and that was those were three major decisions that I made. And the home living situation as well. If you tune into the last episode I've moved three times in the short span of two years. And I recently made a decision to extend my current tenancy agreement, and so that it's also another committed decision that I've made. So the biggest key takeaway that I got is, it was important for me to align the decision within myself on these three aspects, rationally, emotionally, and intuitively in other words it was important for me to align the decision with my brain my heart and my gut and i do met some people who align with a fourth aspect as well which is spiritually they would tune into or pray to their gods or the universe to get certain guidance to get the assurance that they need to make that decision and from that that is also something that you could consider as well so for me it was that three aspects and, I've, as, and as I introspect as well, the decisions that I made that I made when I have thought through rationally And I'm making sure that my feelings are aligned. And intuitively, it's something that you have known earlier a little bit.
1: But maybe it's a bit
0: confused with all the noise in your head and people's opinion as well. So sometimes your intuition is a little bit more clear or you need to tap into your intuition a little bit more. So that is one way for me to check in about that decision. Then the next thing is, someone asked me this question. Are you at peace and at ease with the decision? And this has somehow become on how I measure how I feel about the decision. So when I have a big decision being made, I check in with myself as well. Am I at peace with it? Am I at ease with it? If some feelings are not feeling right, I... Sometimes I did make decisions where I'm not feeling 100% at peace, and I'm feeling not at ease. That actually was supposed to be the indicator, but I eventually, when i made that decision, which I eventually needed to pivot. So it's not bad as well. And another tip that I recently learned is I made that decision, and I sit on it for more than a night. Um, maybe the next day or maybe a couple more days if I can't afford to. And if the decision still rings loud over the next few days, even after I have made the decision, it is the so-called right or good decision. So that's how I've made certain decisions these days. And the second perspective that I wanted to discuss is there are decision layers in maybe one big decision and it is complicated. So one example that I could possibly quote is on a job situation because that is really something that I've, I's still really strong in my head. Um, when you're considering a career transition, there is a decision to quit and there is also a decision to join a new company. So there are multiple decisions over there, and maybe it has its connecting decisions like, oh my God, now how do I travel to this place? How do how is it affecting my personal lifestyle? How uh, the decision, will it change my career path? So that's one example. Another example is, again, quoting on my home living situation. Apart from the geographical and the logistic of committing to a place, it's also a financial decision. You're locking yourself down for a year, or if you're buying a property, you're locking yourself for 10, 20, 30 years. And all this financial commitment would also need your career and income source as well. And that's also probably another connecting decisions that you need to consider so it's not as straightforward it is complicated and that's why it's normal to feel that it's daunting and i think over the years i've gained a little more confidence a little more confident and what i do is i get certain input guidance and cross checks with people with people that has experience that has walked through the path and people whom i can trust and these are the people whom i call the council of the wise the council of your wise can be your parents your siblings your friends your mentor your colleagues people that you can tap their opinion and brains on but however one point to make is it is important to eliminate opinion bias, emotion bias, and circumstance bias at that point in time. So whether it's these biases from you or these biases from the counsel that you talk to, some of it, if it's not resonating because they have a extreme example or scenario, you may have to eliminate it. And take the advice that actually rings loud and resonate with you to help with the decision-making. And when it comes to a complicated decision needed to be made, I find it's important to decide with clarity when your hate space is right. Um, it's funny to say because... So this is linking to the rational aspect. This is funny to say because I have made major decisions mainly on career yes mainly on career related when my headspace is not quite right part of me want to blame it on the pandemic but i think the biggest factor is maybe during pandemic things were a little bit different or it's like a reset couple of years my headspace wasn't at its right place but i proceeded to make that decision because i felt it was good opportunities and it is good opportunities as I think back as well so I made a decision with leave of faith um, I I was confident that my hate space wasn't quite right but nevertheless I still do my due diligence however I think if my hate space is a bit more clearer I would have gained better confidence more confidence and felt a bit more at peace and at ease with the decision and perhaps if my hate space a little bit more clear i'm able to make sure that all the consideration points are covered but again this is part of the adulting journey where you learn f- from the experience of making decision and going through it And hopefully I'll get get better making decisions in my 30s and in my 40s. Okay, so we have established that there is no right or wrong. There can be good or bad, no good or poor decision being made. But again, to emphasize that it is a journey, we all would get better at whatever we're doing. So a little bit more things that i'm trying to do to be better at making decision making number one is to remind myself that to make the decision right by you and this is not to say to sound selfish or be selfish but make the decision right by yourself your health if it's concerning someone else that you care make the de- decision right by your family your spouse your kids and to put you in the center, or you and a concerning party, as the major focal point. I'm saying this is because when I make decision, I've in a way trying to please the other party too much. I have tried making decision that would please the landlord. I have made decision that trying to please. I wouldn't say so much, but try to please my bosses and it's it's just probably how i am as a personality that i try to take care of other people but it is important to make big decisions that it's right by you your financial situation again if it's concerning other party make the decision right by you and your family so this is just a reminder that rings loud in my head recently. And secondly is, I subscribe to minimalism, which is again topic for a Um Minimalism, it's about you knowing what your wants and needs are and you stick by it and you do practices that get you there. You don't get affected by what society asks you to do, yada, yada, yada. So a decision, to check in with yourself to align What your wants and needs are and make that decision right by your wants and your needs that could help or in another way knowing what you don't want and don't need is also an option and by knowing what you want and don't want you make a decision that gets you closer to there sometimes sometimes that decision maybe don't get you there immediately but it is a pathway, it is a stepping stone to get there. That is also a way to make decision. And this one bit is also something that concerns me on the next point, which is to consider the short-term, mid-term, long-term impact or changes that you need to make with this decision. This one, I'm still a little bit weak at with the consideration point. I've made financial decisions that I didn't consider too much on the mid to long-term impact. And that sometimes makes me feel like, why didn't I thought of that? It is a three-year commitment. I could have make it a little better, maybe shortening to two years commitment. Or do I really need this beauty treatment? Yeah, so... But it's okay. Again, all of these things are just learnings that I've got from my 20s about decision making. And hopefully some of these resonate with you as well. So as we grow up a little bit more, as we continue our lives, there will be more decisions and harder decisions to make. And decisions that have more serious or bigger impacts and consequences. But as these harder decisions is required, do I think that decision-making will become easier? I don't know. But probably you get better with decision-making with more wisdom, with more learnings, with more ways of implementing or deciding a decision could be better. And yeah, so that is just to assure that we are all on a journey that we would have to make decisions and you are not alone in all of this so before i end the episode i would just offer three more affirmations number one it's okay if the outcome is not as desired it is part of life for you to adjust and make things better if the outcome is not as desired number two it's normal to feel daunting with a certain decision It is complicated it is scary you are not alone which i have repeated again and third it's okay to take your time with the decision and if circumstances allow it's okay to you turn on your decision so all the best in whatever decisions you have to make and with that we've come to an end of the episode I hope there are some takeaways that is useful for you. And this is also the end of my first solo episode. Oof. um, I definitely feel better after the multiple attempts. I don't think I did a particularly a very good job with this episode. But at least I finally go through the feeling of wanting to stop the recording, which has happened so many times. Even with this topic alone, this is, I think, my third official attempt of trying to record. And in between that, there's a lot of repeat as well. Um, it felt very one way, um, one way street because there's really no one to discuss about the points. Um, but yes, I think this has been an interesting experience for me, and I hope there are more to come as well. And I hope to get better as well. Thank you for tuning in until this point. As a reminder, explore your life. Make one decision, one step, one Bujo Breaky Buddy at a time. Thank you fellow BBBs for tuning in to this episode and for spending time with us on the Bujo Breaky Buddies podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did and took away new insights from our conversation we greatly appreciate your comments and feedback on our respective podcast platforms. If you have not already, follow us on our Apple Podcasts and Spotify channels for new episodes and our Instagram page for more updates. Links are in the description and bios. Now, let's explore life one Bujo Berkey Buddy session at a time.